0: Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. to the Mind Your Body show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. So, lettuce prices. We got to talk about them because they are at an all-time high due to a hot growing season in California. And now lettuce is ridiculously expensive, if you can even find it at all. The price of lettuce has tripled here in North America as if food costs weren't already high enough already. So this recent development had me thinking, and I created a post recently on LinkedIn talking about some other greens people should consider other than lettuce. Then I thought, well, I want to dive into this a little bit deeper into this podcast because there are definitely some benefits to switching up greens. So here we are with this week's episode. So first of all, you might be thinking, well, shoot, I don't even eat a lot of greens as it is already. Well, if that's you, then stay tuned for later in the episode where I'll share how you can easily add more greens into your diet. With the cost of lettuce at an all-time high, move over iceberg lettuce because now is the perfect time to experiment with adding in other nutritious greens like the ones I'm going to be talking about in this episode. Yes, these greens might be a little bit more expensive, but what's cheaper is not always necessarily what's best for you. Besides, it's probably cheaper than iceberg or romaine right now anyways. Okay, so let's first talk about what are the benefits of providing a variety of different greens and why do you wanna consider rotating your greens or switching them up? Well, first let's talk about the benefits of green vegetables. So green vegetables are a crucial part of a healthy diet. They provide essential vitamins and minerals, as well as fiber, which a lot of people don't get enough of, and antioxidants. A diet rich in leafy greens can also lead to improvements in health. They may decrease the risk of cancer, cardiovascular disease, and neurodegenerative diseases. Leafy greens are also linked with a decreased risk of obesity, diabetes, and also cognitive decline. Green veggies also contain different types of phytonutrients that can help to improve overall health by providing antioxidants like polyphenols, flavonoids, and carotenoids. They can also contain vitamins A and vitamin C to protect cells from oxidative damage. So a variety of greens provides the most nutritional benefits possible. Different types of greens have different properties, such as calcium, protein, um, vitamin A, vitamin C, etc. So they should be consumed in a balanced manner to get the most benefit. Providing a variety of greens may also help with digestion, and eating a variety of, of greens provides different nutrients that you may not be getting from other sources. So different types of green vegetables can provide different vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. That's the moral of the story there. Now, as humans, we all fall into our routines, but this can make it difficult to mix things up and explore new options. Doing so might take away from your current vegetable mix, but it'll also introduce you to other alternatives with different tastes, textures, and nutritional benefits. And I'm gonna talk about what some of my favorites are in this episode. Now, eating the same kind of foods over and over again can result in boredom. You guys know this. I don't even have to tell you this, right? This is also true for what you put in your body as it may not be getting the nutrients that it needs. Now, the debate about which veggies are better for you, this has been going on for a long time. Also, you know, the debate about which greens are better for you, that's also been going on for a long time. And the answer is, neither is really better than the other as they both offer unique benefits. So did you know that there are actually different families of greens? So leafy greens can be categorized into different groups of related plants, or as I I like to call them, families. They share some slight similarities, um, such as small amounts of toxins, but don't get worried. None of these will cause serious health issues unless you have a pre-existing condition. Now, one of the things that rotating your family of greens does is it prevents any toxic buildups, but it also means that you're getting a variety of nutrients, which can mean missing out on others. So here are the different types of families of greens that you need to know about. So we have uh, crucifer, okay? So this is probably my favorite group of greens. So in this group, we got kale, arugula, collard greens, bok choy. I love me some bok choy cabbage, radish greens, and mustard greens. Then you have amaranth. And in this group, we have spinach, Swiss chard, and beet greens. Okay. So if you buy beets with those like leafy tops, don't throw out the leaves. They actually have a lot of nutrients in them. Okay. Then we have asteraceae. And in this group, we have leaf lettuce, romaine lettuce, endive, and dandelion greens. Then we have apiaceae, and I hope I'm pronouncing these correctly. Um, In this group, you have parsley, dill, carrot tops, and cilantro. Now, there are many health benefits to eating a mixture of vegetables. Sure, including some leafy greens in your diet is great, but don't necessarily get stuck on the idea that one is better than the other. For example, kale has a pretty high calcium content. And yes, you can get calcium in veggies, but that's going to be for another episode. But it's actually not the highest one out there. Dandelion greens, for example, contain up to 500 milligrams per 8-ounce serving. So in this case, it really depends on what your nutritional needs are, because one green does not fit all. Kale also boasts high amounts of cancer-fighting antioxidants, as well as anti-inflammatory nutrients. Also, in one cup of cooked kale, you're going to get 1,327% of your recommended daily intake of vitamin K which is the highest concentration of leafy greens. Vitamin K is important for bone health as well as blood clotting. In kale, you're also gonna get high amounts of immune-supportive vitamin A, which also helps with eye health. You know, we're on these back-to-back Zoom calls all the time. So it's also gonna help with eye health and skin health. Plus, kale has about 89% of your recommended daily intake of vitamin C, which also has immune-supportive properties and also helps with the function of your adrenal glands, which helps you to manage stress. Now, as for spinach, my personal favorite, you'll get more iron than you would in kale. Iron is a nutrient that many women are deficient in. And it's also a nutrient that gets depleted during high times of stress. Spinach is also higher than kale in the B vitamin folate, which is important for moms to be, and is also important for mood regulation. In spinach, you're also going to get six times more of that stress-busting mineral magnesium than you would in kale. And spinach also has carotenoids that are also known to protect against specific types of cancer, such as prostate cancer, as well as reducing inflammation. Spinach is a great replacement for iceberg lettuce in your salad. Now let's move on to romaine. This is the one where we've seen, you know, prices really increase. Okay. So even though it is hella expensive right now romaine lettuce is often judged for being an inferior leafy green when it's really you know not the same as iceberg lettuce so don't just throw it in the category with iceberg okay romaine is a great source of potassium which has positive effects on blood pressure where high blood pressure is actually a major risk factor for heart disease and as you know you may or may not know heart disease is actually the number one killer in north america (laughs) Want to eat healthier and save time and money? My Eat Cheap Live Good Meal Plan Guide is a foolproof meal plan guide that will save you time and money. The Eat Cheap Live Good Meal Plan Guide will show you how to stop messing around and wasting time in the kitchen by giving you simple, delicious recipes and practical meal planning tips that work. In the guide, you'll receive a seven day meal plan with three meals, plus snacks each and every day that will leave you with increased energy, a complete meal prep schedule that will save you time in the kitchen, a budget friendly, easy meal plan with healthy and nourishing foods for you and your family. This is not your typical meal plan with boring recipes and no guidance on how to actually make this stick. There is a better way. There is a cheaper way. Let me show you how. Grab your copy now by heading over to trudyestone.com forward slash eat cheap, live good. So let's talk about how to rotate your greens. Now, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed with all these different greens that I talk about. Okay, it's important to know that you don't need to rotate your greens every single day. OK, so for example, if you have a whole bunch of spinach sitting in your fridge right now because you bought some spinach this week, then make that make that your staple green for the week. OK, and then the next week you switch to kale or maybe you switch to Swiss chard. OK, now when you're rotating your greens, be sure to also rotate how you prepare them. So, for example, there are nutritional benefits to cooking greens in various ways. So one benefit is that, you know, some of the antioxidants and phytonutrients like carotenoids can actually increase. So cooking leafy greens can also help to break them down and make them easier to digest. And it's also worth noting that cooking them also helps your body to absorb their nutrients more easily. Okay, so speaking of easy, let's talk about how to add in greens more easily into your diet. Okay, so get your notebook out. (laughs) All right, so spinach i mentioned earlier is actually a really great pla- replacement for iceberg okay so replace um your iceberg lettuce with spinach in your salad and your sandwiches and also on your burgers so if i'm going to make like a homemade veggie burger which i like to make for my lunches i'll also like instead of, i can't remember the last time i bought iceberg lettuce so instead of using iceberg lettuce what i'll do is i'll actually put spinach like at the bottom so i'll do like the bun then i'll put the spinach and then i'll put um my burger on the top. If I happen to go to Subway, like if I'm kind of on the road, I'm rushing around. If I go to Subway to get a sandwich, I'll also do that as well. So instead of getting them to use you know the iceberg lettuce, I actually ask them to add spinach instead. Okay. So that's also something you can do when you're on the go. Um, I also like to use spinach in my smoothies, okay? Excellent in smoothies. And I also like adding it to a stew. So if I'm making some sort of like a stew, whatever type of stew you, you guys like, whatever floats your boat, I just like to stir it in at the end until it wilts, okay? So we don't wanna actually like cook it with the rest of our vegetables. I would say like in the last like five minutes of cooking, just toss the spinach in and then just stir it around until it wilts. Okay. Um, I also love adding spinach to my omelets. All right. And again, similar kind of idea here. You just add it in at the end. Okay. Just so that it just wilts when you fold that omelet over. Now I want an omelet. (laughs) All right. So kale, kale is also really great in smoothies, but what I like to do because kale can be a little bit coarse, right? Um, and that's why a lot of people actually don't like it in salads. I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, but kale is also great in smoothies. So what I like to do is, I will actually tear it into pieces and then I'll put them in a Ziploc bag and I freeze it. And I find that when I pop it into my smoothie, it actually blends a lot easier that way if I tear it into pieces and then freeze it first. Because by the time you put it in your smoothie, it almost just kind of like disintegrates, right? Um, And then you don't really even taste that kale at all. Um, Also, here's another tip while we're speaking about smoothies. Like if you're someone who doesn't really like green smoothies and you just have a really hard time, you know, getting them down, um, add a little bit of fruit in there. Okay, so what I like to do is I'll add pears. Um, So I'll add like maybe just some some freshly sliced pear in there with my green smoothie. Or I might even add um, some mango in there as well. That's kind of like my favorite jam, actually. I like to do like like a green smoothie with just a little bit of touch of mango. And it just gives it just a little bit of sweetness. OK, Um I also like making kale chips in my dehydrator. Shout out to my mother-in-law who gave me this amazing dehydrator. Um, I've made like beet chips with it. I've made zucchini chips, um, sweet potato chips. But I also really like doing kale chips in there as well. OK, but if you don't have a dehydrator, you can just bake them on low in the oven. OK, just you can Google it. There are so many different kale um. Kale chip recipes out there. Um, if you go back and listen to my episode that I had, I think it's the one before this one with a Gathma too. Um, go look at her YouTube channel. She actually has an amazing like kale chip recipe on there, which is really delicious. Okay. So just Google it. Um, I also like adding kale to my salads, of course. Um and With adding it to your salads, okay, here's a trick. If you don't really like eating kale in the salad, you like you want to, like you're interested in it, you kind of maybe want to add it in, but you don't really like the flavor of it because it can be a little bit coarse, just massage it. Okay, so um, if I'm gonna add kale into my salads, like I'll put the kale in a bowl, Then I'll add just like a little bit of olive oil and I'll add a little bit of sea salt and then I'll just kind of like massage it in. I'll just massage it for like maybe I don't know like 20 seconds. I don't really count but I think it's probably like 20 seconds and just massage it in and then it just makes it nice and soft. Um, The other thing that I'll do if I'm doing meal prep and I'm doing a kale salad is I'll also like after I add in like all of my ingredients like my cherry tomatoes and whatever and tip on this as well. If you're going to do like your your salads ahead of time, don't chop up your tomatoes. Just put the cherry tomatoes in their whole and then it will actually give you like a longer shelf life of your salad. Okay. And then I'll put like a squeeze of lemon juice on it because that will also help to preserve. It's It's like a natural preserver basically. So if you think about like when you cut an apple and it gets brown really quickly due to oxidization, um, And you squeeze like some lemon juice on it, right? It doesn't turn brown as quickly. The same is true for your salads. So if you're going to prep your salad ahead of time, just squeeze some lemon juice on it um, and that's going to help to preserve the life of your salads. Okay. So it's a natural um, preserver. Um, Other thing I like to do with kale is I like to saute it. So I'll have it like a side. So if I'm going to have like um like a piece of salmon for dinner or something like that, I like to do like some stir fried veggies with it. But sometimes I also do like some sauteed kale. So I'll just saute some kale in like a little bit of sesame oil, uh, maybe a little bit of garlic, and then I just have that as my side veggie. Um, I know some people who do like a creamed kale. I haven't really done that yet with like the coconut milk. I, I might try that one day, but I, I haven't tried that. So I can't really vouch for that. (laughs) But I can vouch for the sesame oil situation. Okay, so just a little bit of sesame oil in the pan, put some kale in there, a little bit of garlic, saute it up. It's really delicious that way. Um, I'll also do that with bok choy as well, actually. So a little bit of sesame oil and some garlic. You can also toss in a little bit of ginger in there as well. Um, You can get even more like anti inflammatory benefits that way too. Um, Swiss chard. Okay. So Swiss chard is one that often gets overlooked, but my favorite way to eat it is probably in my mushroom Swiss chard chili. OMG, that chili is so, so good. Now, if you want that recipe, you can grab it in my eat cheap, live good meal plan guide, where I show you how to eat healthier on just pennies a day. Okay, so food costs are really high right now. So this guide um, has really been in demand, um, this meal prep guide. So I'll drop a link to that in the chat, in the chat. Oh my God, where am I? I'll drop a link to that in the show notes um, so you guys can check that out, okay? Well, that is it for now. Um, Just remember, guys, don't be intimidated by greens. A lot of people are. There are so many delicious ways to enjoy them, so don't stop eating and getting creative with those greens. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyE.Stone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.